I'm Jason Grice. And I'm Chad Bokelman. And this is the Lantern Cast. Episode 129. Yep. Um, we don't actually have a topic today. We're topicless. <laughs> it's like spring break all over again. Oh, wait, wait, no, you said topicless. <laughs> we'll go with yours, that's fine. Well, Actually, I am topless, because it's fucking hot in here. And me too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's why I Thank wanted God you this... to turn the fan off, because I don't have a fan on in here either. <laughs> Thank God this isn't a video podcast. Oh, it's... Absolutely. You're damn right. <laughs> Everybody would unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> or we'd have to put an explicit tag up. <laughs> okay, so... I'd have to stop licking my nipples. <laughs> God. Like that would ever happen. Uh, so let's talk about Facebook for a second. Let's do that. <laughs> I don't I don't know what we're gonna do about it, but let's do that. So um so today, well I mean, you know, for the past while, you know, it's like I go through my Facebook and I have you know, I think I have I'm friends with like just over two hundred people. Um, you know, and I have a bunch of things that I like, you know, so those pop in the, up in the feed too. And there are times where it just seems like it's like, it's too much. It's too Mm -hmm. much to keep track of. It's, you know, it's too much time that I'm wasting, you know, and it's not like it's wasted time on the people that I actually want to know about, but like, you know, there's other people just posting mindless BS, and I don't really care about those people, because I know that they could give two craps about me. So, like, I'm planning basically uh, a, a culling, <laughs> if you will. Of... Oh, you're doing a Peter Rios? <laughs> well, it, not You're as... pulling a Rios. Well, not, not, no, not as drastic as uh, a Rios, because... Like he had his, he had specific reasons why he did what he did, um, and not that I don't have reasons for what I'm doing. It's just that they're they're completely different. I'm just trying to simplify. Um, so yeah, so I threw up a post to you know to see basically, you know, it's like okay, well if you actually want to remain friends with me, you know, like just like this status so that I know that, you know. My my status is showing up in your feed, you know, they they matter, you know, even in the slightest bit, because, I mean, you know, it takes almost no effort to like something on Facebook. Right. So I think it's hysterical, though, that, you know, I think the was it, the thread's been up for a couple of hours now. And I, I mean, it's gotten a lot of attention from, you know, from a bunch of my friends. But the the most hysterical part is that the people that are liking it are the people that like I wasn't even considering <laughs> getting rid of in the first place. So, that's funny. But I mean, that's just gonna make it easier when it comes time to you know get rid of the people that I was basically planning on getting rid of anyway. That you know I suspect right. could care less about what I'm posting. Right. And I really could care less about what they post, so. Now, will you be getting rid of listeners? Well, like, that's, the, the, the thing is, like, way back when the Facebook game was, uh, 
you know, like very popular. Um, you know, I was friending like tons of our listeners so that they could get on the Lantern Cast team. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, since then, like there are there's a, a you know a bunch of listeners that you know I, I talk to on Facebook, uh, comment on their statuses, they comment on mine, um, and then from that I'm also playing uh, draw something with a bunch of them also. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like there are certain listeners that like I would absolutely not even consider getting rid of, um, but there are other you know listeners that either I've never see them online or I like I just I don't know if they actually you know care to be my friend anymore. Yeah, because I mean like like uh, David Selig, uh, Hebrew Lantern from the forums, he. I know he used to listen to us. I don't know if he listens anymore because he doesn't actually, you know, go on the forums anymore. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I, I don't really have too many interactions with him anymore. So, you know, for somebody like that, I don't know if they actually, you know, want to still be my friend. So, I mean, basically what I may end up doing is getting rid of a lot of people. And if I accidentally do... And if I accidentally delete a listener that does want to be friends with me, then, you know, they can just shoot me a, uh, a friend request and I'll, I'll accept it automatically. Like, I have no problem, you know, like, I, I want to be friends with people that want to be friends with me on Facebook. Right. But. You just don't want friend collectors. Exactly. Yeah, I, I could care less about that. Like, if, you know, any, any of the listeners, like, I you know, I enjoy talking to the listeners, you know, that, that's, that's fun. I mean, we're all fans of Green Lantern. It's like, you know, who wouldn't want to talk with more people that are fans of Green Lantern? It's kind of a given. Um, but by the same token, you know, we've been recording this podcast for, what is it, like three years now, over three years. So, you know, you're going to pick up new listeners. You're going to, you know, lose old listeners who just, you know, they just don't have the time to listen anymore. Um, And I, I don't hold that against anybody, you know. So, and I, right. I don't want to clog up their Facebook pages, you know. Just like I don't want mine to get clogged up. But uh, I mean, but basically, it's it's not really the lantern. Like the Lanterncast listeners, they're they're mostly you know pretty cool because, like I said, we all have something in common of Green Lantern. Right. Um, I mean, I have I have some friends on Facebook that. I think I'm, I'm friends with because of CGS, like that whole, right? You know, yeah, yeah. network. And I mean, like maybe I had a few interactions with them on the old forums, um, but not really too many. And then when I go to Super Show, there's like not a lot of interactions there either. Right. So I may, I may end up uh, cutting a few of them loose. That's understandable. I mean. They don't like it. Fuck them, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, Kidding. I mean, you know. And uh. So and I mean, like, so now you, you're basically not on Facebook. Right. You never, never had the urge. I was on Facebook. Um, I was on Facebook a decent amount, and to be honest. Um, cause remember I mysteriously deleted my account, um, 
one too many ex-girlfriends found me. <laughs> and my wife was not okay with that. It's <laughs> basically what it came down to. Oh, God. Oh, man. Because it's like, you know, I miss you. No one ever treated me like you treated me. And I'm just like, fuck. And, you know, I wasn't trying to hide it, but it's not like I'm trying to show my wife that kind of shit because, yeah. you know, I, I wouldn't want to see it. Yeah. But she was looking for something in my, and she's like, hey, can I go through your email? I'm like, absolutely. You know, because fuck it. I'm not hiding shit. Exactly. And then she, she came across one of those. She's like, what the fuck is this? And why didn't you tell me? And I'm like, oh, hold on a second. <laughs> this is turning into something way bigger than it really needs to be. So, <laughs> you know, what? And at that point, I'm like, I'll just delete the motherfucker. I don't give a shit. Yeah. She's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that so, is that is yeah. an interesting problem to have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So now, I guess the question is, you know, what's bigger? You know, y- you in terms of height or your ego <laughs> from these ex-girlfriends? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. They're both pretty large. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, cause, okay, look, when I was in high school and before I met, because I met my wife when I was 19, like the week before I turned 20, I met my wife. And we were pretty much inseparable since then. And I was a dorky, tall, skinny, scrawny, uncoordinated kid who was completely shy, totally introverted. And, you know, but I was always a gentleman and I was always, I always treated people with respect. And, you know, at that time, most girls wanted the bad boy. Right. Then they get the bad boy and they get treated like shit. Then they realize, Oh, Hey, (laughs) that one guy was nice. And then, you know, I, finally grew into my body and gained some weight and filled out a little bit. And, you know, and I look a little bit better than I did. And <laughs> it is what it is. And the ladies come a call. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm just saying they came a typing. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Oh. So, yeah, I, I, there's no way I could just get rid of Facebook. Right. <laughs> Especially considering it's like the, the main means of, uh, <laughs> of communicating what we're actually going to be doing on the episodes. Right, 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 right. Um, you know, not that, not that you would know. Yeah, I would have <laughs> no idea about that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I mean, not like, not like it would show from, from this episode where we're just no topic right. once again. <laughs> but you know what? These are fun every now and again. Yeah. We've been doing them pretty often lately. <laughs> uh, you know, you know what it is like, so I'm about, at this point, I'm a little over a week away from moving into a new place. Um, right. And and we've had like basically a temporary situation for the past uh I don't know, 3 months now. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, I mean like it, we you know, it, it's 
we were fortunate for the situation that we had, um, and we made the best of it. Um, and you know, I I do have a lot of my comic, my Green Lantern comics here, but I mean, for one thing, I don't have everything, and for another thing, I it's not like the easiest thing to access the ones that I even do have here, you know? Right. So, and then, you know, situation being what it is, like time is at a premium right now. And it's just, uh, I, 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 I have a feeling that we'll be getting on track, you know, soon, but, right. But like you said, these are fun every once in a while. Oh yeah. We'll talk about that little movie that, uh, made some money. What what movie was that? Um, what was it? The Vow. Oh oh, I actually saw that one. But yes, uh, The Vow. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh, so what was it? Uh, Saturday night. The Saturday night that Avengers um came out. And uh-huh. that, that is the movie that we were talking about. In case, you know, in case you've been living under a rock and, you know, you don't know what movie we would possibly be talking about. Um, yeah, like Avengers came out the same day as, uh, well, the day before the Wild Pig convention. Um, <laughs> yeah, that. The super Wild Pig convention. I don't know if I'd go that far, but. <laughs> it, Sorry. It was a Wild Pig convention. And, uh, so yeah, so that night my, my brother, uh, Joe, he went to, uh, he was going to go see Avengers with, uh, (laughs) with his fiance and he, he, I think he called or sent a text to my youngest brother, you know, it's like, oh, you know, you know, what are you, what are you guys doing tonight? It's like, oh, we're going to the movies. Oh, us too. You know, what time are you going to see it? Meaning, you know, what time are you going to see it? As in, okay, you know, Avengers just came out, so obviously right. that's the movie. You right. See. My brother, my youngest brother, writes back. It's like, no, actually, we're seeing the vow. <laughs> I'm just like, oh man, that hurts. Oh, that's funny. No, we went um, midnight showing. Yeah. It was uh, me, the boy, uh, three of my guys that work for me at work, and two of them brought their kids. And uh, I'm kind of anal retentive about where I sit in the movie theater. <laughs> so if, if it's – and I don't like people talking, and I'll tell them so. Yeah. <laughs> and uh <laughs> You're gifted in a way that that uh promotes being able to tell people to shut the yes, up. Absolutely. I have certain physical attributes that complement the fact that I want silence in the movie theater from the crowd. Yes. Not even silence, I just don't want chit chat. Yes. You know, if you're like, Oh my god, I am totally fine with oh, that. Yeah, yeah. You know. Scream, like laugh. Totally doesn't bother me in the slightest, but you're like, hey, man, what's going on? What has happened here? Well, who's that? Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You know. Anyways. I, okay. Just a, a, a quick a quick little, uh, you know, side note. There are times where 
that I don't have a huge problem with. But for me, the biggest problem is when people are, like, carrying on a conversation with somebody that has nothing to do with the movie. Like, why did you come to right. the movie? Right. I told you that story, right? Which? When, when my wife and I went to go see Tomb Raider, and these five, like I said, I get there early. I sat in the middle. These five teenagers came and sat in front of us. Did I tell you this story? I don't, I don't think so. Okay, so... There was three girls, two boys. They were girl, boy, girl, boy, girl. And they're chit-chatting the whole time. And I start feeling very anxious, even though it's like nothing's going on. There's no previews yet or nothing. They have every right to chit-chat. Right. But, like, inside my body, I'm like, they better just please be quiet because I don't want to have to say anything. Yeah. I don't like having to be that guy. But I will be if I have to. Mm -hmm. So they keep talking, keep talking, keep talking. So then... The uh, preview start. Keep talking, keep talking. That's fine, whatever. Then the movie starts. They keep talking. So now I'm getting agitated. My wife knows. So I'm like, shh. They turn around and look at me. They start talking again. So (laughs) I, shh. Same thing. Turn around, look at me, keep talking. My wife goes, let's move. And I'm like, no, they need to shut the fuck up. They turn around. One girl went and pulled out a cell phone and fucking called somebody. And I'm like, oh, that fucking bitch. So I put my size 14 next to her head as I extended my foot right next to her face. Okay. She got up and then moved over. So now I'm getting really, really agitated. And I told my wife, I said, I'll be right back. She goes, oh, God, what are you going to do? I'm like, I will be right back. So I stood up. I stood over like I stepped over the whole row. So I stepped over <laughs> the seats. And I stood there for a second and let them soak it all in. Then I sat down next to the one guy because the girl who was at the end had moved. Right. Sat down next to him. I put my arm around his shoulder. And I said, I don't know what you guys came here for, but I came here to watch a movie. So you guys are going to shut up or you're going to leave or I'll drag you out and kick the shit out of you. Those are your options. Do we all understand each other? They're shaking their heads yes, except for the one kid. I got my arm around him. He's, you know, trying to flex in front of his girl. He's like, well, you didn't have to cuss in front, cuss at us. I'm like, you know what? You're absolutely right. I was rude for cursing. You were rude for talking. Now shut the fuck up or I'm going to kick the shit out of you. Do we understand each other now? So they shook their heads yes, and I stood up, stood there for a second, stepped over the seats, sat down. My wife goes, what did you say? And I'm like, shh, <laughs> to Judith. So we finished watching the movie, and as the movie's winding down, and Angelina Jolie is running in super slow motion, and she's bobbing up and down. All the kids get up, and they walk down to the end of the aisle, and down to the end, and then as soon as credits roll, they fucking ran. It was so funny. So I like it quiet. Yeah. No, it's it's understandable. I the, with the but, cost of a movie these days, like who can afford to just do that? Yes. But I did get some really cool Hulk 3D glasses. Oh, they had going back uh, to the Avengers thing. Yeah. <laughs> they have they had Hulk, Thor, Iron Man, and Captain America 3D glasses. And it was only in the big theater. 
only for the midnight showing. And for that movie, like if it's a, a decent movie that's coming out, you know, I'll show up two hours early for a midnight showing because I'm very particular on where I sit. And, but if it's something like the Avengers, I showed up at eight 30 and we were like 15 or 20 deep. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, me and the boy just sit there and he's reading his book or we'll read comic books or we'll play or I'll start messing with him and he'll get irritated or whatever. And, uh, then like everybody else in my group will just show up randomly like closer to 10 or 11 o'clock. And then, you know, I get in there and I save a block of seats, like nine. And everyone's like, Hey, are those seats taken? I'm like, yeah, are you? And I stand up like those seats are taken. They're like, Oh, okay. No problem. (laughs) (laughs) Move along. Move along, move along. These aren't the seats you're looking for. <laughs> uh, no, but they are. Oh no, no, never mind. They're not. <laughs> I like the uh, the Iron Man 3D glasses. Yeah, I had to get the Hulk though, because that's more me. Yeah, yeah. Did you both see it in 3D? I saw it in both. Was it worth it in yeah. 3D? I thought the 3D was very good. I mean, it wasn't Avatar awesome 3D, but it didn't distract me or irritate me at all. Hmm. But when we went to the midnight showing, that was 3D. Then on Saturday, Judy and the girls wanted to go. So we went, and Judy doesn't like 3D at all, no matter what. So we just went to a regular one. Just like Lauren. The third time I saw it, I... Uh, I... I, I I've seen it in 2D all three times, but uh, third time I saw it, I finally caught something I didn't catch the first two times. Is when, first of all, I really like the interaction between uh, Stark and Banner. I just, oh, I just like. Should we say? Should we? I'm sorry. Should we say spoilers? Um. Yeah. Sure. Why not? <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. Spoilers. Well, oh my what, God, Chad! But Chad talked about Stark and Banner before we we mentioned the possibility of spoilers. <laughs> Now they're going to know oh. that Iron Man and Hulk are in this movie. <laughs> Tony no. Stark is the Incredible Hulk? Holy <laughs> shit, I didn't know that. No, I like the the interaction between them. Actually, I hope Banner shows up in the third Iron Man movie, at least as a cameo. Like working in Stark Labs or something like that. That'd be cool. That would be awesome. Um, oh my god. Yeah, there you go. You know what would be awesome? Um, what? If... If uh, Banner, like, is the is the one behind the design for the Hulk Buster armor? Oh shit! Hmm. That'd be cool. Well, every time Iron Man shows up, it seems he does have some kind of new armor. So, oh, hold on, guys. I'm curious to find out what you saw that you didn't see the first two times. <laughs> Me, <laughs> the world is waiting on edge. I know, I am, dude, because I'm like, because both times I watched it, there was one line that I couldn't hear because everybody was screaming and laughing so much. Yeah. It was pissing me off. And then Christian had to go online to tell me what he said. What, what Tony said to Banner? No, what uh, Hulk said to Loki after he played Whack-A-Mole with him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Puny God. Yeah. <laughs> I wish Hulk talk, talked more. Yeah, I did too, but 
This is my favorite interpretation of the Hulk out of all any of the movies. This is true. This is true. And when he fucking just did the one fucking punch to Thor, uh, that's my favorite part of the whole fucking movie. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know much about the Marvel verse, but the second I saw the Helicarrier, I flipped shit. That when was dope. Said, yeah, when they said, when they said, oh my god, is there, is this thing a, a submarine or something? And then I was like, no, it's not a submarine. It's is it? Is it? <laughs> Holy shit! It is. Right. <laughs> I could not wait. That was that was an awesome awesome part. I get that I get excited very, every time I see it. <laughs> that was very cool. And I like the part where uh, Black Widow is trying to recruit uh, Bruce Banner, and he's like, "What the hell?" He starts yelling at He's like, "I'm sorry. That was mean." <laughs> I should have done that. I just wanted to see what you're gonna react. <laughs> oh man! And Bruce Banner's secret. I'm always what? mad. Oh Bruce yeah, Banner's yeah, yeah. Secret. I'm always yeah, that's, mad. That's true. That was cool. Oh, uh, so I had some people in the theater actually come up to me afterwards and ask me who that was at the end of the credits. Oh, Thanos. Yeah, they're like, is that Red Skull? I was like, no, <laughs> it's not Red Skull. You stupid. You um, let me see. What what did Loki call um, well, Blackwood? You mewling quim. <laughs> 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 it is not Red Skull. Although I do believe Red Skull will be back in the next uh, Cap movie. Oh yeah. So. It was funny because after we watched it and we watched both end credit scenes, I told my wife, I said, because I know her sense of humor. I said, we're still going to watch it, the second end credit scene, but you're not going to like it. You're not going to think it's funny. And she goes, well, why are we going to watch it? I'm like, so I can see it again. <laughs> I thought that shit was just, they're just fucking sitting there, dude. I just was dying laughing. You know that was filmed after the movie was already uh, oh, wrapped yeah. up in post-production and everything, right? Yeah, it was filmed a few weeks before. Right. That's why it because... happens. Cap is sitting there with his hand over his mouth because he's... He's got a full fucking beard, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You guys there? So that wraps up our Avengers talk. (laughs) 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 No, my favorite... The the thing I missed, because, like Jason was saying a minute ago, how he, while you were gone, that he missed the... um, what Hulk said after Loki, he thrashed Loki because everyone in the theater was laughing. Puny God. Yeah. <laughs> well, everyone in the theater was doing something or, or it was just kind of under Tony's breath right before Cap walked in. So I didn't really catch it. But when Tony goes, so what's your secret? Uh, smooth jazz, bongo drums, big bag of weed. <laughs> I, did not, I did not catch that at all the first two times. The third time I was laughing my butt off. <laughs> oh, that's really <laughs> no, the the best was like well, one of the best was when uh, he you know Banner is about to Hulk up. He's like, you want to know what my secret is? I'm always yeah. angry. <laughs> my favorite part though is when he fucking just punches Thor out of fucking nowhere. Yes, yeah. Just bam. I I'll tell you what my favorite part of the movie is, and I said this uh, when um, when CGS was doing there live show or whatever. I was in the chat room and they mentioned it, but my favorite part of that movie was when the battle scenes happening uh, and 
the the camera scrolls from uh, Hawkeye, then down over to you know like a Black Widow flies past and it scrolls up to her, follows her, then scrolls from her to Iron Man and Cap, and then from them to Hulk and Thor. That that sequence made me go, holy shit, this is a comic book movie. Like that, the way that was laid out was like panel to panel to panel converted to screen because that's exactly how a comic book would do it it would show you this person doing this in this battle and then this person and this person and then this person and i was like yes this is awesome (laughs) that's very cool and they did it subtly not like in the first hulk movie Mm -hmm. but i actually liked that in the first hulk movie i thought that was kind of unique interesting way to do it well uh my my sister's boyfriend, his little brother, Leo, he's uh, an Avengers guy. He's not like a, or not, not a Marvel geek, but not so much the comics, just kind of Marvel and everything else, whether it be movies, cartoons, you know, all that stuff. He saw he's his favorite part, it seemed like, was when Iron Man flew down to Cap and then they started blasting. And then just this, the one split second where Tony turns around and shoots his blast at the shield. And that they was just, dope. Yeah, he flipped shit. He was like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. This kid's, like, still in high school, right? Just flipping shit. Like, oh, my God, jumped out of his seat and everything. <laughs> um, my favorite scene was when Tony is fighting Thor. And, uh, like, I, I love the part where, where Thor, like, basically flings a lightning bolt at Tony. And it charges up the suit to, like, 400%. Right. <laughs> Tony's just like, oh, good. <laughs> but the, my my absolute favorite part is when they're all fighting and everything, and Captain America comes down there, and he's just like, you know, you have to stop. And Thor, like, you know, he takes the hammer and he he like brings it down on the shield. Right. And Captain America's just like, you know, <laughs> listen. <laughs> he's just like standing there, like, no, I'm gonna take this. And the hammer comes down, and it's like this enormous explosion that basically like kicks Thor's ass into like trees. Absolutely, I thought, I, I I so wanted. Gonna... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I thought you were going to say the uh, Shakespeare in the Park. Does Mother know you're wearing her drapes? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite line is when Thor's telling everybody that to you know it's none of their business. Loki's an Asgardian. <laughs> da, 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 da. And he's my brother. He killed any people. He's adopted. <laughs> That's my favorite line. And I so wanted Captain America to pick up Thor's hammer at some point. You know, that would have been that would have been so cool. Just pick it up and like throw it to him or toss it to him or hand it to him or They really they that that would have been a really nice touch because I mean like Captain America, like, honestly, Captain America, I think, is, it's one of my favorite comic book movies of all time, if not the the best, like, you know, the top favorite, just because Captain America, like, they've written him as, like, the most heroic superhero, right. like, period, and, you know, like, my, you know, my worry was that going into Avengers... You know, like we were going to see, like either Iron Man or Thor try and take over, um, right. and it's just like Captain America. Just he just naturally, you know, he grabs that position just because, like he, you know, he is the hero. 
and everybody takes their cues from him. Captain America is my favorite Marvel movie and my second favorite comic book movie. Dark Knight takes it for me, though, for obvious oh. reasons. Yeah, I'm a classicist, man. It's got to be Christopher Reeve's Superman, the original movie. I mean, I don't know. Those... Something about that movie is just every time it comes on, I know every line, I know every scene change, I know everything that comes up in that movie. I can quote it verbatim, but I swear to God, every time that movie starts, I'm just sucked in immediately. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, those movies are fantastic, as are, you know, I would say the first three Batman movies. Um, you know, the original, you know, not original, original, but you know what I mean. Uh, I'll give you the first two. Yeah, Third I was one was okay. Say, I'll give Third you the one was two. okay, but, because, I mean, Riddler was more of a Joker. Jim Carrey played more of the Joker than he did the Riddler, and... Tommy Lee Jones as Two Face. He looked just as fucked up on one side as he did on the other. Eh, I, I mean, like I, I dug that movie. I thought it was a lot of fun. No, I enjoyed it, but it, I felt the first two were far superior. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I. The other thing is, I look at those movies like, you know, you. See, a lot of people say it's like, oh, that's not Batman. That's not the tone of Batman. But the thing about that one, as well as Batman and Robin, is, like, they are Batman. They absolutely are Batman. There are Batman, you know, stories exactly like that. It's just oh, yeah. that, you know, it's different eras of Batman. You know, like, the, the, the different movies represent different eras of Batman's history. And, you know, I guess everybody's, like, so used to, like, the modern version of Batman now. That nobody wants those older versions of Batman anymore. It's like I mean, I that only sells I, in the you know the Brave and the Bold cartoon. Right. I didn't like Batman and Robin at all, though. That's not even for the tone of it or all the lights of it. It's just I felt that the people that they picked to, to play to portray the the villains was horrible. I mean. Arnold Schwarzenegger could have played Bane, because Bane is highly intelligent, you know, strategic mastermind, a warlord, you know, not some dumb fucking, uh, Bane, uh, <laughs> and that's it. You know, that fucking pissed me off, because I was really excited about that. And I mean, for a student, you know, I'm also, I'm half Mexican, he's Hispanic, you know, that was cool, and he was just some big fat white wrestler who fucking just grunted and... Ugh, didn't like it at all. But, but uh, I mean, getting slightly back on the sidetrack that we went off on. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like, those movies are, you know, they're classics. But, I mean, as far as, like, you know, Batman's motivation is, would you say, revenge for the most part, Jason? Absolutely. And with Superman, like, you know, he he has to make the choice to use his powers, but, I mean, when aside from when Kryptonite comes in the picture, he's basically invulnerable. So, I mean, there's he's not under a lot of threat. You know, with, with Captain America... Physically. Physically. Right. 
um, with Captain America, like, even before he had powers, he was still more heroic than, like, any superhero ever. Right. The part where he jumped on the grenade is one of my favorite scenes. Yes. He's still skinny. Yep. Hmm. You know, I I know a lot of people who actually hate that movie. They cannot stand it. I don't know why it is. I mean, I... I hear him, and I and I in the back of my mind, I just go, you know what? To each his own. Everybody has their own style. But there's so many people when I list the movies that came out that summer: Green Lantern, Thor, Cap, and X Men First Class. People are like, "Oh my God, I hated Captain America," and I was like, "Really? How can you hate that movie? Like, I guess you just don't get it, you know?" I guess the only thing that, like, the only downside to that movie was that. I wish that he had actually been able to fight more Mm -hmm. as opposed to like, you know, the whole, you know, going through the motions and like, you know, all of his comic adventures were like basically staged in a TV studio kind of thing. Right. Um, I I like how Cap, go ahead. They never really, I mean, they show in the montage, like with him with the Howling Commandos, but there was never really any, it took this long to do it, you know, because they could do a whole nother movie just of that, and it would be so awesome. I mean, I know the next Captain America movie is going to be set in modern times, but they could do a whole movie just with what he did in between that montage scene. I guess mm-hmm. I, I guess so. Um, I mean, I mean, I understand... Like that, the fact that they they would they would have it's like it's impossible to show you know everything that he would have done, um, and I understand why they did what they did, but um, I don't know. I mean, like I guess while they could make another movie, you know, trying to fit in like what happened between the scenes back then, um, I guess I guess I, I really just wanted one movie from that time period. Right. Right. But I mean, another thing is, okay, just because you're big and strong doesn't mean you know how to fight. Just because you're agile and can jump over a chain link fence that's like 10 feet high doesn't mean you know how to fight and battle and and all that. So at some point, he had to learn all that stuff. You know what I liked is you, you, you brought up the most heroic aspect and that is, I, I'm just remembering how, where in the Avengers that was super evident is when he goes up against Loki. Uh, in the crowd of people where Loki's telling everyone to kneel. Oh, right. Yeah, and, and Cap's like, you know, the last time I was in Germany and someone thought he was above, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, that it just, it just really spoke to who Cap was in, in that particular scene. Yeah. Another Speaking- scene that I really... Go ahead. Speaking of Cat, you you think they'll go the route of bringing Bucky back in the next movie? Probably. Well, maybe not in the next movie, but I, I think that they, you know, they definitely could could do that. Yeah, they could. But you think they will? I mean, it's the Marvel movie verse. Yeah, they they can stick fairly close to the comics at times, at least more so than DC. But at the same time. They're not the whole... They haven't really gone the whole bring someone back from the dead route just yet. Yeah, but they totally set up him being the Winter Soldier. 
I mean, when he had, when he was the sniper and he shot the one guy and then, you know, Cab looks up to him and thanks him. And then, you know, being lost in the snow, it wouldn't surprise me at all if, like, the last, the, 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 the end credit scene of the next Captain America movie is, you know, Bucky being thawed out or Bucky as the Winter Soldier somewhere. Yeah, yeah, that, that I think would be a cool way to do it. Cool. You know, have him as a teaser for the next movie, but not right. not the uh, subject of this movie. Right. And I was going to say another part that I liked about Captain America and his, you know, who he is as a hero, is when he's bantering with Tony, he's like, put on the suit. Put on the suit. Put on the suit. Then the shit goes, everything goes to shit, and he's like, put on the suit. <laughs> 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 but he wasn't afraid to go toe-to-toe with Iron Man. Mm-hmm. All right, now, one question I want to ask you guys. What did you think about Coulson dying? Uh, I liked it. I hated it. Well, I mean, I like I like him as a character, so like I wish he didn't have to die, although, you know, the fact that he did die so that the rest of them had somebody to avenge. Right. You know, it now, makes sense. With as popular as he became, because they did the shorts with him, and oh, I know what his... you're about to ask. What if he becomes the Vision? The Vision. They download yeah, his brain into yep. an android body that Tony Stark and Bruce Banner put together, and that becomes the Vision. You haven't heard about this yet, Jim. This is like the reigning theory right now. Yeah, that that the, his personality profile is kept on file by Shield, and they're going to use it to bring the Vision to life in the Marvel movie verse. <laughs> That'd be cool. They have to do something because he is such a fucking dope character. I, I I liked his death in though because he showed up in every Marvel movie at some point, or, or it has some connection to the characters. Uh, with the exception of what, uh, Incredible Hulk? Yeah, I think he wasn't in that one. Right. But he tied. He's he's just everywhere, and it it that made his death more than what it what it would have been otherwise. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But selfishly, I love that character. Yeah, that's true. I love his humor. I uh, I like that character a lot. And Thanos. Yes. Yeah, some motherfucker spoiled that for me, like... Oh, no! The, like, the movie was not out for a day, and they they had to go and post it on Facebook. <sighs> and, like, it, you know, it was, it was the kind of post where it's like, you know, oh, you know, Avengers was awesome, you know, it was really great, you know, I, I it's really exciting, everybody should go see it. Thanos... Oh, that's fucking dirty. You know, like, motherfucker, like, so, so I said, I'm like, well, you know, I'm like, you know, thanks so much for spoiling the movie, you know, less than a day after it's come out. I'm like, I'm, you know, that's, you know, that's a defriending status. And I defriended him. Absolutely. That person needs to get kicked in the nuts. It was, it's like, uh, it was some, it was an artist. Like, he makes his own comics or whatever like that. And honestly, like, I'm not even really sure, like, how I was friends with him in the first place. 
Right. But yeah, like that's like right out. You know, if you're you're gonna spoil, like basically the biggest movie of the summer. Well, yeah, this is it's gonna be basically the biggest movie of all time in terms of money. Right. And like, what an asshole! Especially Absolutely. in the industry. Works in the industry. He should know better. And then, and for some reason, it was giving me updates to, you know, uh, what he had posted afterwards. And, you know, it's like, yeah, I'm not going to apologize because I'm, you know, I'm that excited about the movie. And then he posted something like, it's like, and I just remembered that it's not even a spoiler because in an interview that Jim Shooter did, you know, months ago, he said that Thanos was going to be in the movie. Like... Fuck off. Fuck off. Like, what am I, I... I have no fucking clue about that. Like, I've been actively not trying to look for spoilers on this movie so that I could enjoy it and, you know... <sighs> right. That was irritating. Well, I can yeah, tell I... you that it. I uh, read the synopsis online before I even saw the movie the first time. Yeah. Because I, I just had to know, and I confirmed with Dave Williams from Waiting for the Trade... Because he had went to a screening over uh, across the pond, as it were, and uh, he confirmed, you know, Coulson dying and Thanos showing up. And at least on my end, I was more excited to see the movie. I was like, I gotta see this happen. I gotta see it happen on screen in front of me. Holy shit, I cannot wait. But I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I, I mean, it. like if I didn't know that Thanos was in the movie, like there's a chance that I would have figured it out from like the beginning parts. Yeah. Um, right. You know, because, you, you know, the, the rock formation was, you know, it was almost like the hand. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, there there is a chance that I would have guessed. But, I mean, I would have much rather, like, guessed and then see the end and, like, the face turns. You know, and just be like, oh, yes. One of my guys that I took with me to the to the show... He told me, he's like, oh, you heard about the end credit? I'm like, don't say a fucking word. And he goes, well, I'm just going to tell you it's a villain. And I'm like, what the fuck don't you get about don't say a fucking word? Honestly. You know, I I didn't want to know anything. Yeah. No, I, I, and I love, you know, this is something that Marvel Studios is doing so fucking well, is all of this stuff, like, visually they show you, but they also tell you verbally, like they slip something in. So Thanos turning and smiling is one thing. It signals to all fanboys, but it also signals to even the the more knowledgeable fanboys when the guy says to fight the humans would be to and use the words court death. Yeah. And then right. Thanos smiles like that. That just adds to the fanboys sitting there in the audience going, holy because that's exactly what Thanos wants to do, dude. He wants the court death. You get it, bro? You get it? Did you get it, dude? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just those subtle things that they've been slipping into every Marvel movie, which is making them succeed through the roof. And then I got to say, I mean, I don't think we've said it yet. Clap, clap, clap to Mr. Josh Whedon. Oh, Josh Whedon? Uh, yeah, that's what I said. But you said Josh Whedon. No, I said Joss. Sure. No, you said Josh. No, I did not. Yeah, you did. It's probably just my Texas accent. 
You know what I think is fucking funny is that Jim's the one who said it, and he fucking can't get Evon Hayes' name right. Well, I know who Joss Whedon is. <laughs> Anyways. Wait uh, a second. I, no, I know who Evon Hayes is. What'd you call it? <laughs> no, I mean, it's the difference of Joss and Josh. They're two different names. It's not a different I said Josh. I said Joss. Oh. oh, whatever. You know, I don't have a lot of Marvel uh, Universe figures. Um, you know, the smaller three and you know, three quarter inch figures. Mm-hmm. But one of the few that I do have, and it's out of the package, and I keep it on my desk at work Thanos. Nice. So. Hmm. I still have yet to pick up and read Infinity Gauntlet or any of that, but I do know what it's all about. So I think I'm going to pick that up and read it at some point. Yeah. It's good. The first one is Infinity Gauntlet, right? Is that what it's called? I think so. Yeah, okay. I think so. Yeah. That's a, it's, it's essentially Marvel's big storyline, like Crisis on Infinite Earths is for DC, right? Mm, well, what I mean, is Marvel's it equivalent? I, mean, I don't mean like universe resetting. I just mean like... Epic story. Uh, probably Secret Wars. Secret Wars? Yeah, yeah it's gotta be Secret Wars. Because, I mean, Secret Wars, um... I mean, aside from the fact that it, it spawned, like, a, a mega successful toy line, um, that, you know, people refer to, you know, all the time, um, that was, like, one of them most popular stories. It's born a sequel. Um, and that's also where we got, uh, Spider-Man's black costume, which turned out to be Venom. Right. That's true. I can't believe I've actually never read that. So that, that's, you know, a very, very big one. Hmm. But, uh, Infinity Gauntlet is definitely a, another big one. Um, yeah, the only thing I've ever read that has anything to do with the actual Infinity Gauntlet is the the DC Marvel crossover storyline, right. where they were gathering all the mystical, whatever, uh, power elements or something from the various universes. Yep. That's it, though. <sighs> so what now? What do we do now? <laughs> um. How long have we been talking? I'll be talking a while. Okay. This could just be the Avengers talkback episode. Plus, L- plus Larfley's report. Oh, yeah, we got a Larfley's report. Let's do that. That's somewhat... Somewhat what? Somewhat, what? somewhat entertaining? Related. Is that what you are going to say? No, somewhat <laughs> lantern-related. I thought you were going to go with somewhat entertaining. Right no, now, Jack it's definitely not that. <laughs> <laughs> Zing! <laughs> All right. Um, let me see here. Uh, what? Oh, Chad, are you? Uh, have you switched over to DCBS? I have not. Uh, when do I gotta get my order in for this month's previews? Um, by the end of the month, right? Well, that's kind of a gray area. <laughs> I right. I basically am. I still have to submit the order form for the month that we're in. Hmm. So, 
but I mean, they're they're pretty good about that. Like you can you can basically you you can submit it for last month, and if they have the comics, they'll you know put it together for you. No, I think I'll I think I'll just do it for the uh, for the end of this month once I get my next paycheck. Not this Friday, not tomorrow, but the next day. Um, next Friday. Um, because there's a lot of things. I always make it a point when I get a previews to spend special time flipping through the backside of previews. <laughs> yeah, time. yeah, I do. Special special point to spend my time flipping through the backside. What's his uh, name? <laughs> No, all that small stuff in the back <laughs> from uh, uh, independent publishers and whatnot. I can't believe how much stuff Archie has, though. Holy shit. They have a whole lot of comics. How many different titles do they have? Like 20? It's ridiculous. Uh, anyways, uh, <clears throat> so what Larfley's report is this? Do I just start over at number one? Are we rebooting the Larfley's report? You don't really need to number it. Just say we're month it's for for the month of the actual previews issue or for the month the stuff is shipping the in the month the stuff is shipping in we could make it completely useless and just give a random month from last year <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that'll be helpful to anybody though no, no. it'll make me laugh <laughs> That's what the script I already have ready is for. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> hey, Lantern Cast family, I'm Chad Bokelman, and welcome to the Larflees Report for stuff shipping in, what, July? Yeah, July. Uh, July of 2012, uh, we're going to start off with Earth 2, number three, showcasing the all-new origin of Alan Scott, and it's unlike any Green Lantern origin that's come before it. Probably because it looks like he's birthed in the fires of a nuclear holocaust. But <laughs> hey, that's just me. Or a plane crash. <laughs> or, yeah, it could it, or train plane or train. What'd you say? It's probably a plane crash. They're probably updating it to a plane crash this time. Well, he was on a plane in the first episode or the first issue. Yeah, he was on a plane on the first issue of Earth Two. Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Okay, <laughs> whatever. Maybe the plane, Good. maybe the plane collides with the train. <laughs> and an automobile. Uh, speaking of, I do like the new origin of uh, of uh, Golden Age Flash. I, I know a lot of people don't, but I do. That's kind of cool. Gets me interested. Oh yeah, yeah. At the end of Earth Two. Mhm. All right, uh, and I know I wouldn't. I said I wouldn't do this anymore, but there's not a whole lot Green Lantern related in this issue of previews. So, the individual storylines, the Green Lantern stories, continue with number eleven issues, and it looks like Jeff is starting this group off with a bang. The Revenge of Black Hand is nigh, and at least according to DC, this arc promises to be the most shocking conclusion to any GL story from Jeff Johns. Period. And meanwhile, the Alpha War wraps up over in GLC. Larflees goes up against the entire New Guardians. And Bleeze faces off against Fatality in a cosmic catfight sure to please fans of Tyler Kirkham's art. Namely, myself. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What else? Uh, Yeah, the new 52 hardcover rollout continues on September 19th with the $23 GLC Fearsome trade. Relive the first seven issues of the new DC 52 GLC style. And speaking as someone who already has the Justice League, Batman, and Green Lantern hardcovers for the new 52, 
it's worth picking up because these are great, great hardcovers. <clears throat> what else? Uh, ooh, yes. The historic Green Lantern Green Arrow run is back, and this time in a $30 complete trade paperback collection. This is it, folks. If you do not get this volume, you'll probably never read the series because this might very well be the cheapest complete edition you'll find of this series for a good long while. Wait, that's $30 for the entire Green Lantern Green Arrow? Yes. That's the like the whole Green Greenland um, Neil Adams Denny O'Neill. Yep. Oh. Yes, indeed. Thirty dollars for a trade paperback complete edition of of the uh, Green Lantern Green Arrow run. Does it say how many pages it is? I am turning there at as we speak, and I will give you that information shortly. Let me see here. Um. I know I had it a minute ago. Where the hell? There we go. Uh, 368 pages. And it is complete because it does, in fact, include the Flash backup stories from Flash number 217 through 219. Whoa. Really? Mm -hmm. Yep. Huh. Oh, and Flash backup story from 226. So. But yes, this this is this is the run that uh, defined a generation of comics for the most part, at least on DC's end. So if you don't get it, I I promise you, if you're too cheap to get a thirty dollar, nearly four hundred page book of historic Green Lantern stories, then you're probably never going to read this story. And that's in color. Um. Uh, it does not say. Yeah, it does not say. Okay. Um. I guess it's possible it could be uh, black and white, but honestly, it, it's such a classic storyline, it doesn't really matter. I mean, yeah, I can see that you would want it in color if you had the choice, but... Okay, so I'm pulling this up. Oh, man. Wow. I'm pulling this up on DCBS, and mm -hmm. it doesn't specify whether it's black or white, black and white or color, um, but... I mean, I, I could definitely see this being color. Actually, this could be color on, like, newsprint kind of paper. Right. Um, to make it that much money for that amount of comics. But if you get it on DCBS, 18 bucks. Holy shit. So, so like Chad was saying, if you're not going to buy this at 18 bucks, you're never going to buy it. <laughs> And and please, 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 if you even remotely like Green Lantern, check out the series. I mean, this is this is comics history. And that's not just me being a Denny O'Neill fan and comics code and history buff and all that kind of stuff. Just seriously, go get it. It's really good. I promise you, so, it's really good. <laughs> so was it good? Yes. I've never read it. I'm, I have no idea. Oh, yeah. This, this is... If you think about the history of the time period in which it came out and what's going on with the comic industry at that moment in time, it's fantastic. I mean, they tackle racism, overpopulation, pollution, uh, drug use. I mean, this all kinds of stuff is going on in this series. If it's in color, I'll pick it up, but I'm not going to. I just Green Lantern doesn't translate well for me in black and white. <laughs> mm. Might as well just be called Lantern and Arrow. 
<laughs> well, it comes out on August 15th, so you got plenty of time to decide, and I'm sure they'll release that information before they actually start selling it. So, What if, uh, what if they printed it on green paper, Jason? <laughs> I would be fine with that. <laughs> you know, I always, uh, I always forget, like, how early in Green Lantern, like, these stories were. Uh, for some reason, like, this is like 76 to 87, and also issue 89. I always feel like it's like 130s, 150s, stuff like that. Uh-oh. But, uh, yeah, no. Green Lantern was on the verge of being cancelled. At the time. And then, uh, Mr. Julie Schwartz handed the reins over to Denny O'Neill and Neil Adams. And there you go. That's, that, you get comic history. Um... Let's see. For those of you waiting patiently in the wings for the return of skanky Aresia, wait no further. Amikami is bringing us yet another anime-style rendition of one of our beloved GL female characters, and this time for $70 you can have a swimsuit model Aresia wearing GL stocking slash leg armor. Maybe the translucent green boxing gloves she's wearing help things, or maybe you won't even pay attention to them. To them, who who am I to judge? I hate her hair. <laughs> I hate her hairstyle in this. I do too. It's terrible. I don't like this figure at all. I, I like the Star Sapphire one they put out a while back, but I, mm. I would probably be on board if it wasn't for that hairstyle. It's like a what is that? A suicide roll kind of thing. Yeah, it's a very boyish haircut. I, yeah, I I don't like it at all. Plus, I'm not willing to spend seventy dollars for it either. Well, only forty-seven fifty-seven on DCBS. I'm not willing to spend that much either. <laughs> you know, they, they have not made an Amikami figure or you know statue that, like, I've been like, oh my god, I I want to have that so bad. Um, I I think I like the Jade one. The Jade, the Jade was okay. The Star Sapphire was cute. Um, I think. Uh, the Wonder Woman was decent. I mean, but they're like, I, I always feel like they're good, but they, like, there's always like some kind of like design choice that they make that makes me, you know, just say, it's like, ah, that's enough to deter me from getting it. Right. Well, I, I don't know if you know, but they are also releasing, re-releasing that entire series, but in like smaller. a series, yeah, smaller, like yeah. half that size. Yeah. So I think I'm going to get Jade and Star Sapphire it's whenever they come out in that size. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm waiting for a Star Sapphire statue. <laughs> well, speaking of Star Sapphire, uh, for the hardcore collectors out there, or perhaps just the girls this time, there is something to speak of in the way of dolls. No, I don't mean action figures, I mean dolls. Tonner will be releasing your favorite Queen of the Star Sapphires, Miss Carol Ferris, in true Tonner form for a mere $150. Now that may be a lot, and you may even loathe the Star Sapphire uniform, but hey, it's quite the unique piece of merchandise. <laughs> I have a uh, Batgirl Barbie doll. Didn't they release a Carol Ferris in flight suit? Barbie doll or something? Didn't I see that at Toys R Us sometime? Wasn't when Green Lantern came out? Wasn't that uh, was that a, an exclusive to uh, MaddieCollector.com, or was that an exclusive no. from the San Diego Comic Con? 
No, I saw it. I saw it in store at at Toys R Us. Flight suit Carol. Hmm. I don't. I don't know. It was. It was kind of like a you know like one of those standalones with all Green Lantern related stuff on it, and it was over there. You can get Star Sapphire from Tonner on DCBS for one hundred and forty dollars. So ten bucks cheaper. Yeah, I mean, this is, it, it's cool. Um, the mask is removable. That's cool. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Well, anyways. Uh, what else? Oh, and should you have missed out on the Great Ring debate from the old forum before the crash? Uh, the Noble Collection has resolicited their Green Lantern movie prop ring. This $35 jewel, whose design is ripped right out of the film strips of the movie, comes with its own nifty stand and clear display cover. But don't hold out hope that you can wear it on the regular, unless, of course, you wear a size 11 on your right middle finger. So, uh, Let's see. Oh, for Dan, since he's not here. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to forget anything, so let me mention quickly the metal Green Lantern symbol keychain for 950 cast in green stainless steel. Enjoy it, because it's likely leaps and bounds better than the plastic tag-like keychains that have come out in the past for, like, Brightest Day and Blackest Night. <laughs> Can I ask a question? Yes. If it's stainless steel, how'd they make it green? That's I, what I'm curious about. I think it's probably plated or whatever, like a plastic plate on the top. Like some of the, um... Oh, what is it? The, uh... The belt buckles, right? Aren't those stainless steel with some kind of plastic sticker on top I don't know I just think it sounds funny colored stainless steel (laughs) I was just trying to add stuff so I could talk more how do you talk more about a keychain you don't I was just just adding (laughs) words in there (laughs) let's see oh who watches Big Bang Theory anybody I do I do I do do occasionally (laughs) Lauren does Lauren loves it uh, my favorite comedy. On well, right for, now. well, for a cool $35, you can have your very own Sheldon cardboard stand-up, life-size if you don't know, in your very own house very soon. Oh, nice. did I mention the rail-thin theoretical physicist is wearing a Green Lantern t-shirt? Just be sure to keep all your number two pencils away from this fragile imitation. Bazinga. <laughs> is, is there, like, a plane coming down behind one of them? <laughs> Yeah, it's me. Let me mute me. Sorry. <laughs> okay, and that's pretty much it for Green Lantern-related stuff this issue of previews. Like I said, there wasn't a really a whole lot there. So we're on to the Marvel pick. Though backed by writers like Jerry Conaway, Lynn Wein, Marv Wolfman, Chris Claremont, J.M. Demetrius, and others, Marvel gets bold and brings out their giant-sized man thing. <laughs> You know, their $125 oversized man. (laughs) I'm referring to the omnibus, you pervs. I bring it up for two reasons. One, it's the first man-thing omnibus of its kind, and two, that's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) That plank you heard earlier, I I love Green Lantern so much, I moved next to an Air Force base. All joking aside, I've never actually read any Man-Thing, but to have it 
with Jerry Conaway, Len Wein, Marv Wolfman, Chris. Con- I, I've never read any of it, but the, aren't those like pretty much the top writers in the industry or a good collection of them? I mean, <clears throat> I, I want to check that out. I think they're definitely writers in the industry. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Thanks <man. laughs> I know that um, Fire and Water podcast did a good interview with Jerry Conway recently. Um, it's should people should check out. Uh, I don't remember what episode number it was. I think it's like fifteen or fourteen or something like that. It's it's go check it out. Um, let's see, indie pick, and this is where uh, Mr. Mike Norton comes in, guys. So, in the vein of the zombie genre, are many entries vying for sales, and here comes a entry worthy of the ranks that have succeeded. From Tim Seeley and Mike Norton comes Revival Number One from Image Comics. This lovely narrative features Officer Dana Cypress as she solves a murder case during a zombie outbreak. Featuring a variant cover option by the masterful Craig Thompson. You know him from Blankets. This book is definitely sure to entertain. That sounds interesting. (laughs) We know you won't get it because you can't stand anything zombies. (laughs) Well, you know, it's not that I can't stand anything zombies. um, Because... uh... There is one thing that I would be very curious to check out, that uh, the one about the dog that hunts zombies, what Rex zombie yeah, killer oh, or something yeah. like that. Rex Rex zombie hunter or something like that. The the one from uh, was it Animal Panda Press? Is um, that what it is? Sounds sim- uh, sounds familiar. Hmm. Um, yeah, that that just sounds hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> Good, good, good segue. I like that, because we're coming into a new segment I have created for the return of the Larfley's Report. Oh, God help us. <laughs> <laughs> and right about here is where we're going to need a echo sound effect from Mr. James, as I say the word, Ridiculous Duo. This is uh, a new segment called the Ridiculous Duo, in which case, as you flip through the pages and pages and pages of shit in the uh, previews issues, there is a plethora of things with ridiculous uh, titles and solicitations. And uh, I thought it was worthy to at least pick two of them and read them out loud to you. So, first, from DC themselves, Action Comics number 11 continues with all kinds of awesomeness as per usual. But take good note of this one, boys and girls. While it seems that a lot of books this month are taking the time to explain the origins of the costumes to us, and that is true if you go through and read the solicitations, Action Comics takes it a step further with an all-new backstory. Yeah, they set a backstory aside for this. We knew about Superman's new suit, but where did he get all of those S-Shield t-shirts? I know, I've been dying to know too. Finally. <laughs> Oh, and also Wait, that, from Moonstone. That's, that's a thing. That's that. Yes. That's gonna happen. Yes. In a comic. Backstory in Action Comics number eleven. Do you have any idea how popular Action Comics is right now? And yet they're still putting this in a backup tale. <laughs> wow. Wait, and then, well, let me guess. They're charging three ninety nine for it for the backup tale. Um, I can check for you. <laughs> I'll be more. Where does he get those wonderful toys? <laughs> How did he get S Shield T shirts? I must know. Oh man. I, I 
That's like a backup about Batman's mechanic. Uh, no, yeah. no, I would like to read that. <laughs> no, I would read a series <laughs> about that. Action Comics number Action Comics number eleven, forty pages for three ninety nine. Yep. They're charging <laughs> you an extra dollar to find out why Superman has T shirts <laughs> with an S logo on it. <laughs> It's going to be nothing but pages of Ma Kent. <laughs> he's, he's standing beside her, behind her with his arms crossed, staring down at her. So faster. <laughs> no, I just, this, this is why I call it the Ridiculous Duo, because there, there are a lot of these in this, this big old previews book. But you're just and, two? Yeah, just pit. Or, or do you want me to, do you want me to do more in the future? Because I sure can. <laughs> <laughs> Just the name Ridiculous Duo means two, so I mean I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean that's that's your new segment. Which, by the way, the fact that the Larflees Report segment has spawned another segment <laughs> <laughs> I think is it it would actually be funnier if you got somebody else to come in and do the sub segment to your segment. <laughs> But on top of I, that, you know, you call it a duo, and then you're immediately talking about, oh, I could do more than two. <laughs> well, you seem like you wanted more, and I always give my many fans what they want. <laughs> oh, fans is a strong word. Put your bad thing away. I can't. It's a giant-sized omnibus. Um, no. Let me see. Speaking, it's a duo. I still got another one. Give me a sec. Oh, God. And from Moonstone's Modern Myths comes issue number one of their thrilling new storyline, Thor, Unkillable Thunder Christ. Yep. Unkillable Thunder Christ. Because, you know, real gods don't get nailed to crosses. They bludgeon their enemies to death with giant hammers. Or so states the solicitation for this 32-page, $3 book. <laughs> it doesn't say that, does it? Well, the solicitation I just read? It says that real gods don't get nailed to a cross? It does indeed. This is oh why my call, gosh. This is why I call it the ridiculous duo. That's more, <laughs> that's more stupid. <laughs> ridiculous. Yep. Thor, wow. un Thor, unkillable thunder Christ. Wow. Somebody alert the Westboro Baptist Church. <laughs> wow. They've That's got more ammo in the uh, against the comic fans arena. And last but not least, my pick of the week, because you know I do this weekly. <laughs> Uh, I didn't actually pick anything that I haven't already mentioned, so I'm just going to go ahead and reiterate the historic Green Lantern, Green Arrow run. 30 bucks, trade paperback, everything in one volume. If you don't get it, you're retarded. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I'm done, I promise. What, how much was it on DCBS? 18 bucks. See, 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 go get it. That's that's it for the Larflees report this time around, and uh, I wish I had more. <laughs> but I'm glad you don't. <laughs> I bet you are. <laughs> Seriously, 
I couldn't believe it when I saw it. Because I was raised Christian. Thor, unkillable Thundercross, real gods don't get nailed to crosses. That's how they start off their solicitation to the many masses. And this this has absolutely nothing to do with Marvel's Thor, right? No, 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 no. It does not. So this is just, you know. Oh, because I wanted to see Thor with his hammer nailing Christ to the cross. (laughs) Tink, 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 tink. <laughs> we won't judge you. In black and white, if you're excited about that. Now, now my Thor killing Christ has to be in color, <laughs> unless you printed it on green paper. Apparently, this is the second installation of Esquivel and Sariba's thought-provoking and hilarious modern myths series. I haven't even heard of that. But, okay. Yeah, it's from a company called Moonstone, so please direct your letters to Moonstone at... <laughs> hmm. At goingoutofbusiness.com. <laughs> Moonstone Press. Yes. Although there is another book Whoa. coming up. <laughs> what? That's pretty funny. What? <laughs> You go to moonstonepress.net. <laughs> it's got a picture of a woman breastfeeding a baby. Just <laughs> 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 oh. as an aside, uh, if anybody's a fan of Dan Abnett and Andy Lanning, there's a new story called out coming out called The Hypernaturals. It's a uh, far future type storyline. I've always heard of Abnett and Lanning, although I cannot remember exactly what I rem- I've read by them. Uh, but the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I did. I think they did Nova. Uh, the Jonah Hex. Um, they're a big deal. They've done a lot. I know they've but, done a lot. And then uh, yeah. Andy Lanning is also uh, an anchor. Yeah, they're they're doing a uh, a new series called the Hypernaturals, thirty two pages, three ninety nine. It's a far future story. Uh, I'll just read it out here. The uh, it is the far future. The human race has finally colonized the galaxy, preserving an era of prosperity that's only possible because of the Hypernaturals. They're a celebrated galaxy wide superhero task force that keeps the peace. That is until they all mysteriously vanish. Now, as the galaxy teeters on the brink of chaos. It's up to a group of retired and long-forgotten hypernaturals and their novice recruits to save the galaxy from complete destruction. And apparently the guy who did the art for Guardians of the Galaxy, a Mr. Brad Walker, will be returning. <laughs> Brad Walker, Texas Ranger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was an honorable mention there. When the <laughs> eyes of the ranger are upon you. Wow, you went there. Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was my thrilling return to the Larkley's report. I'm sure you all enjoyed it thoroughly. Yes, we'll have to do it again in another six months. <laughs> well, I I partially blame the uh, postponement of the Larkley's report on a one Mr. Jim Ford. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to throw you under the bus specifically, other than by name. 
I won't tell. Them. <laughs> <laughs> I won't tell them what you did. But I blame you. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. I don't care. <laughs> I know you don't. Um so uh so we got some birthdays here at the Lantern Cast. You missed mine. I didn't miss it. Oh, fuck. Damn. Um, I guess I shouldn't have said that so close to after I threw you under the bus. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean... That was was my bad. What'd you go like? That was funny. The the timing of your birthday. (laughs) It's like, you know, I came up with an idea. I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, I would love to make this for Chad. But there was a key component that I was missing, and uh, I could not obtain it or make it myself uh, in my current situation. So Funny how that always happens in things relating to Chad. Yep. So, I mean, I, you know, I'll tell you what, Chad. What? Because I have, I have the glass from Super Wild Pig. Oh, thank you, by the way, for picking that up, because... I'll extend a thank you to Jason because now he's the one that got me hooked on those damn things. <laughs> I, I have to have all Super Show related glass tumblers. <laughs> um, yes. So when I finally do, you know, mail you everything that I have waiting for you. Um, actually, no. I'll just wait till New York Comic Con. I was just getting ready to say translation. When I see you in October. No, no, no. Ship, ship, seriously, ship, because I don't want to, I don't want to end up, I don't want to have to, no, I'm You're not going to make you ship it, you're going to ship it to yourself. Oh, oh. man, that's even better. No. You're going to get there, like, here, I'll drop you off at the post office. Uh, well, I, I do like I just that. I don't want to put a glass tumbler in, in my suitcase going through the airport here. Well, it would probably it's, be safer. If it's wrapped in your clothes in a suitcase, then... How did you get your other ones home? I, like, triple wrap them and stuff them with newspaper and stuff. Like, because I swear to God... I swear to practice. No, I swear to God, the airport here is terrible about suitcases. Like, I, it's, I, I don't even want to go into it. It's ridiculous. Things, you, things made of metal I've, I've brought back. Busted. It's ridiculous. Um, so I'll tell you what, Chad. Yeah. You can either wait until I finish the thing that I was planning on making for you, mm-hmm. or you can have a Worth action figure. But I don't know the thing. Exactly. That's the catch. Ooh. Let's make a deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want what's behind door number one? Worth action figure. Or what's behind door number two? We don't know yet. I'm going to have to assume it's a Mickey of some kind. Text it to me. What's that? Text what it is to me. Oh, okay. Um... (laughs) We're going to make this more interesting to the listeners because we have no material whatsoever. I've recently been enamored with the Day of the Dead stuff. 
What is that? And it's a it's a Mexican holiday, kind of near. Uh, oh, Dia de los Muertos. Yes. Oh, oh, now, yeah. The the dis mar, mar, martyrs. Dia de los Muertos. <laughs> that's what I said. Yeah, that's what you said. I found some Wars. Star Wars ones. <laughs> so there's like a a Darth Vader helmet that's done up like a skull. Hold on. Oh, you speak. Oh, a little bit that's Spanish. okay. You speak a little bit of Spanish, don't you, Jason? Solamente un poquito. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you were to ask me why I'm so cool, and I responded in Spanish, you would understand that. Because you're culo. No. Porque todos los chulos siempre me dan su amor. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only phrase I know. <laughs> that's for all our Spanish listeners out there. I'm going to send this to you, Jim. Hey, Chad, do you have a new cell phone that I can send you send stuff? Send pictures to? Yeah. No, I only have uh, only have uh, actual text capabilities, no no pictures or anything like that. Although I will be getting a phone at some point in the future because I need it for my new job. Uh, part of my job entails understanding the operating system. Uh, I work for General Motors now um, in a call center, and the position that I uh, am in is a new position for the company. It's essentially tech support for the systems that are coming out in the vehicles. There's basically uh, tablets mounted in the center consoles of the cars now, and I'm tech support for those systems. Cool. Um, Yeah, it's a new position they created. Uh, It's the highest paid position in the building, so I've got, uh, you know, outside of like team leads or managers and stuff, so I've got... I've got to basically not only prove myself worthy of the position but to myself, but prove myself worthy of the position to everybody else in the building because uh, I get these mean stares from people who have been there three, four years that Fuck are getting em. paid less than me. Yeah, but <laughs> Suckers. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm a, I, I just have a note on my desk that I wrote to myself saying, don't panic and prove it. <laughs> so I don't. So, anyway, it's important to me to earn whatever okay. I get in life if I can. So, that's, uh, it's, but anyways, yeah, uh, my position, because there's a lot of Bluetooth pairing and, and those kind of capabilities with these systems, uh, it's important for us to know the various operating systems of smartphones. And having never owned a smartphone, I feel I am lacking in a certain knowledge base. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm that's going, a good one. Um, I'm going to go uh, – thank you for that. <laughs> no problem. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go oh, I'm ahead. I'm sorry. Did you want me to lie to you? <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and uh, get a smartphone so I can familiarize myself with some systems. So the uh, T-Mobile is coming out with the Evo 3D uh, option. The Evo 3D has been out for a while, but at least for – not T-Mobile, uh, Virgin Mobile. Um, and that's a plan I can actually afford, uh, a monthly plan, but the smartphone itself is expensive. So I'm going to get that phone and it's like 300 bucks. They don't give you a deal on it when you start a contract? Uh, T-Mobile or not T-Mobile, I gotta stop doing that. Virgin Mobile is not a contract based company, at least not with that particular phone. You don't actually have to sign up for a contract. Right. So. Shoot, that's an awesome button. 
So I will long long story short, I will have a phone that you can send me stuff to soon, but right. not now. <laughs> Jim just got a whole bunch of shit I just sent him. Yeah, and some of it's awesome. By the way, I will take your Jim Ford unique creation. You sure you don't want Worth? I I can always buy Worth if I hate what you get me. <laughs> You're not gonna hate it. Yeah, no. Um, the only thing is like. As long as it's not a uh, fridge baby with a ring on its foot that's drawn in permanent Way to markers. ruin it, Chad. Way <laughs> to ruin it. <laughs> Which I still have, by the way, somewhere in a box. Now, the, the other catch is, like, Worth would be available as soon as we move into the other apartment. Because I happen to have a spare Worth. But the, well, the other creation has to be basically made from scratch, so... That, that could take some time. I always enjoy looking at commissions because it's it's unique. It's one of a kind. Okay. I figure I'll support your little hobby you have going there. That <laughs> 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 <A> little hobby. <laughs> <sighs> what else are we gonna talk about? Oh, have you guys watched the uh, <laughs> the preview for the new Arrow series for the CW? Oh, you mean that thing you made us watch like three hours ago? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to give us some material here, okay? Way to be timely. Well, I did mention Green Arrow in the uh, Larfley's report in some regards, so... Hey! Are you, are you guys watching the uh, Green Lantern animated series still? Yeah, I'm a bunch of episodes behind, but... Yeah, I've... What was the last one I saw? I think episode three was the last one I saw. Oh, shit. How far they, along brought, they, they have the Green Lanterns and Red Lanterns, or the, the Red Lanterns are the main protagonist. And then they have, um, they introduce Saint Walker, but mm-hmm. not as a Blue Lantern. Then Wasn't they introduce... Like hiking outside of a city or something like that? You guys, you guys are talking about spoilers for the cartoon? Yep. And I, I'm a bunch of episodes behind. Do you want me to stop talking? Either that or I'm going to kick you off this line. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not even watching it. No, it's I'm just episodes behind. I'm not it's not oh, like man. I'm not watching it. I just haven't gotten How many chance. episodes behind are you? Like 20 out of the 21 episodes? No, no, I've What what episode are number are they up to episodes? like now? There's not 20 episodes out no, yet. No, there's not. There's maybe like 11. And I, I think I'm up to like episode no, there's more than 11. six or seven. I think there's more than 11. Okay, I'll stop talking because yeah. I don't want to get kicked off. I need to ca- catch up on Young Justice too. Oh, I dude. Even, I don't even, I haven't seen any of the second season and I don't think I saw, oh shit. I think I've seen the first 12 or 13 episodes of Young Justice season one. Whichever one is the one where, uh, what's-his-name went nuts with his brother and sister. Red Tornado? All right. I think that was the last uh, storyline I saw. No, the first episode of season two, somehow my DVR didn't record it. Mm-hmm. And then Christian found out kind of what the premise of season two is. And one of the main characters of season two, so he went ape shit because we... Didn't have it, and he thoroughly enjoys that character. 
So we were what? looking online. What's that? I heard about the additions to the team, but I don't know who. Well, doesn't it take place like a year or two in the future? Five. Five, five. years. Okay, there you go. I'm not even watching it, and I know. Yeah, so, I mean, spoiler, nothing major, but Robin becomes Nightwing. Ooh. And we all know the history of Christian and Nightwing, mm-hmm. and that being his favorite character. So. <laughs> oh, that history. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, he found out Nightwing's in it, so he's looking online, can't find it anywhere. I looked to see if it was on demand. It wasn't. He's freaking out. And he's like, well, let's keep recording, but I don't want to watch any of them until I watch it. So I went on iTunes and found it for like three bucks, and we downloaded it and watched it so we could keep watching. I was just about to say, did you even try iTunes? Because I saw it there the other day. (laughs) Oh, but it's so good now. I mean, it was good before. I mean, I I enjoyed it. It wasn't something that I was like, oh, my God, I want to watch it as soon as it comes out. But Mm -hmm. now it's gotten really, really, really good. Yeah, I really need to catch up because not only have I, if I'm falling behind on the series, so that means I'm also falling behind on uh, Jim and or not Jim, John and Meg's podcast. Right. So, but it's they're like characters. Once it jumped to five years, they were in the show art, and they're slowly people are trickling in, and it's just like holy crap! It's isn't, really really good. Isn't Bad Girl Babs in that one? Red hair? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, okay, and it's one Cassie's in there too, right? Yes. Okay, that's those are the two I've really been looking forward to seeing on that show. And then Tim Drake's in it. Okay. As Red Robin? No, as Robin. Red Robin. Yum. Mm. I had Red no, Robin, just Red the Robin first time. At, uh, what did you oh, have? Yeah. The day after Wild Wild, Wild Pig. Super, Super Wild Pig. Pig. Wild pig. Super wild pig. <laughs> I just want to hear him say that every time. I still haven't heard the episode yet, but I fucking can't. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry. Anyways, the Green Arrow CW trailer. Yum. <laughs> I just wanted to say that. Really? Yeah, everybody, go watch the uh, the little preview of of the of the CW's Arrow TV show, and then uh, in the background, think of Jim saying "yum." <laughs> no. <laughs> and you holding your man thing. <laughs> Giant size. <laughs> they growing big in Texas, son. <laughs> um. Oh, but what, what, honestly, what do you think? I think it looks interesting. Yep, I agree. I, I'll definitely uh, check out the uh, the first episode. That that workout routine looks brutal. That was cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I like that him, was real cool. I, I like him making the arrows, um, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I'm kind of hoping that he kind of spruces up his uh, his bow a bit. Yeah. Yeah, I think it it almost feels like they're going to go at least for the beginning of the series almost a and I I've never read the series, so for all I know this comparison could be way off, but long more longbow hunters style and in that by that I mean 
very basic. Like you were saying, pointing out how he's making the arrows and how his bow looks very basic. I mean, longbow hunters, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't that taking green arrow real back to his roots? And there wasn't like a whole bunch of trick arrows and all that crap. It was just green arrow with bow and arrows, right? Very no, grim and gritty. I don't know that I've read Longbow Hunters. Well, and I that I'm that's not the the same as his year one story, right? No, no, I don't think so. Yeah, so I'm I'm not really sure about that. It just seems like you know because the, the warehouse he's in is just like an old abandoned warehouse. He's making his own arrows. He's you know training on old equipment um, you know left over in the warehouse and all this other stuff. The bow is very basic, but I can see him like it seems like he's what poor or lost his fortune or something like that because he's just wandering the streets and hopping over fences, right? He's ba- it looks like he's breaking into a closed down <clears throat> factory that he owns. Exactly. So well, I mean, maybe he doesn't have his be- corporate. So go ahead. That just might be him doing his training. Yeah. Like, looking, like, you know. he wants something out of the way that nobody is, like, going to be, like, snooping around. Right. And, I mean, that was kind of like in uh, Batman Begins when Bruce Wayne was stealing shit that he owned, but they didn't know it was his stuff. <laughs> right. But that was kind of the way he justified it is, you know, I can break into my own fucking place. Right. Well, I, I, I'm just kind of... He didn't really say it like that, though. <laughs> sure he did. You don't remember that line? I can I can break into my own fucking place. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure I that was that. funny. <laughs> no, Fuck you, I own this shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I I I really kind of hope they're doing that that route. Not that he's breaking into his own place just so nobody knows he's there, but that he doesn't have his queen fortune. Because I would like to see, like, not only the character being built through the series, but his, you know, arrow cave or his hideout, whatever you want to call it. Uh, back in the 60s, it was called arrow cave or whatever. But um, him, like, slowly building his fortune back. And as such, you see this dinky little warehouse with all the stuff he's making himself slowly upgrade and upgrade and upgrade. I think that'd be cool to see in the, in that series. I mean, I, I've got every season of Smallville on DVD, so it's no surprise I'm probably going to watch this incarnation of Green Arrow, but at least for a little while. Has this show definitely gotten picked up? Yes. It, it is it is greenlit. Cool. So. Cool. I don't know about the others. I'm really looking forward to... They were talking about a Dead Man series... At one point, they were talking about a Spectre series, uh, both of those being talked about in the same breath as the Arrow series. So I do not know what's going on with those. I won't hold Or combining those, combining those two into a Dead Man Spectre series, that'd be cool. I feel like that wouldn't do as well in the hands of the WB people. Oh, it wasn't. It wasn't specifically WB. It was just DC properties that are up for grabs oh. for te- television serials. Like, I mean, like if USA decided to do like a Dead Man series, mm-hmm. like I think that you know would have potential. Sci-fi. Uh, I think it's sci- 
sci-fi or got a hold of that or um no i think specter on sci-fi okay yeah that makes more sense but dead man on usa because it's you know it's character driven but it's also got a a hint of like you know the the magical and beyond Mm -hmm. um and i know like they were doing like tons of reruns of like charmed and stuff like that so or maybe fox because i love fringe yeah, yeah, but next season's the last season. Next season's the last season of Fringe. Yeah, yep, they're doing thirteen episodes. They're canceling the series. What the hell? Well, they're they're ending it. They're not. No, they're ending it. Yeah, they're not canceling oh. it. They like you know they said okay, let's do one final season and end it. Yep, they're doing thirteen episodes next season. So that would be, be what season four, or what's going on right now is season four, and they'll the season yeah, five. Yeah, season five. Okay, because I just bought season one on Blu-ray. Well, at least I have a clear stopping point. <laughs> yeah, Freeze is my show. favorite. Yeah, it's my favorite series that's on right now. Period. I'm I'm by no means caught up at all, but I the the episodes the the my very first episode of Fringe I ever saw was one I think it was a season premiere uh, of like alternate Earths like. Mixing, right. so people would have like two limbs coming off of them as their two selves are would join. You know what I'm talking about, Jason? Yep. Yeah, that episode was my first episode of Fringe I've ever seen, and I was hooked from there. So. No, I I started watching the very first episode, and originally it was more of a procedural kind mm-hmm. of thing with, without the the overlying story arc. But then as the different arcs came into place, it I was just like, holy shit. The season finale was a week or two ago, and Judy, because Judy and I watch it together, so we get kind of, you know, a few episodes behind. So we're like three episodes behind right now for the season finale. But it's just everywhere it goes and all the twists and turns, very, very cool. Are there clues hidden in that show? In various episodes, like almost I like ha- Easter eggs for comic books, but uh, for a TV show. Are you familiar with the Watchers? No. Or the, are you talking about are you talking about the bald guy? Yeah. That showed up in the first episode because I'm I'm they I'm, they're everywhere in the in almost every episode they are fucking everywhere. No, but they're in the backgrounds. The very first episode of the very first season when she connects minds with this other dude. Uh, when he's exposed to that toxin, she's in a graveyard, and one of the tombstones. Because I'm I'm watching this on Blu-ray, so everything's crystal clear. One of the tombstones in the background doesn't have a name; it just says "He's not dead." Right. <laughs> and I have no idea what the hell that means. Like, if that's just something someone threw in in the background, it's just a little joke about no, who's very. That, no, that comes out later. See, oh, God dang it. No, because I know he gets shot and then, you know, comes back or whatever. The, the the guy from the first episode. Oh, no, nothing about that, no. No, 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 because, yeah, the, okay, so that he's not dead applies to somebody else. Absolutely, seasons later. Oh, man. Oh. Shit. You guys are killing me. <laughs> Have you ever seen Fringe? Yeah, actually, me and Lauren made it through the first half of the first season, 
And then okay. we started missing episodes. So we ended up buying the first season on DVD. We have never mm-hmm. never watched it yet, but uh, we have that on DVD. We might actually have that on Blu-ray. Um, and then the second season came around, and we didn't get to catch up <laughs> or watch any of the second season. So um, now we have to watch the first season again, and then buy the second season, and I guess now, what's this, the third season? Yeah. Um, season, no, season four is right now. Oh, God. Season yeah, four season just four. ended. Season four just ended. Okay, so we have a Se- lot to catch up on. I just bought season one on a Fringe on Blu-ray a few days ago. Yeah. If Best Buy is still having this sale, Best Buy has them for each season, 21 bucks on Blu-ray. So you might you might want to check out uh, Swing by Best Buy and see if they've got season two on Blu-ray for that price still. Just heads up because you know how Best Buy is about just changing that shit randomly. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, it looks like uh, Amazon has them for about thirty dollars a piece Blu-ray. Yeah, that's why I got it off at Best Buy instead because I already have them on my Amazon wish list. And and I don't care what anybody says. Another show I'm really enjoying, and I can't wait till it comes out on DVD because I totally missed the, the last five or six episodes. Once upon a time. Oh, that show! That show was so good, and then the season finale was like amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, like I had I didn't see it. I mean, I saw the previews for it, like a dragon and all that other kind of stuff, but I didn't. You know, I, I I didn't see the the actual season finale. They, there was so much payoff in that episode. It was it was crazy. Um, but uh, yeah, that that's definitely a season uh, a show worth worth checking out. Do you do you watch that, Jason? I haven't. Hmm. What'd you say, Jason? Is it like Fables? It's. Uh, I never read similar. Fables. Similar, but I mean. Similar in the fact that it's about um, fairy, tale. fairy tales, fairy tales living in the real world, but they do it in like a completely different way. So, right. Because uh, Once Upon they... a Time and Grimm came out on TV at the same time, and I caught the first episode of both those seasons because I was like, you know what, I'm only going to pay attention to one of these two. And Grimm do- dropped the ball totally. Oh, so yeah, that's I... awful. I, I can't I can't understand how that got renewed. Yeah. Did they continue past season one of Once Upon a Time? Uh, they just wrapped like seriously, like the last last week they finished the uh, the the first season's finale. So oh, okay, so it's not out on Blu-ray yet. No, it's not out. Uh, I think Amazon said in August it'll be out on Blu-ray. Okay, that's something I want to pick up then. How many episodes was the first season? Um, not that many, right, Jim? Because it kind of skipped a few weeks and stuff like that. So, what, about 12, 13 episodes? You're talking about uh, Once Upon a Time? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I feel like... I don't I don't really know. I, I could have sworn that they were close to, like, 20, though. Uh, I don't know. I, I do know this chick who plays Red Riding Hood. Holy God. <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Doing my own thing over here. <laughs> Put your man thing away. 
Oh, no, but uh, it's 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 a really, really good... Do you even know the premise? No, I just knew that it was fairy tales in modern time. Jim, you can, you've watched it longer than I have. You can probably explain it better. Um, well, basically, um, the Wicked Queen uh, casts a curse over, you know, the whole fairy tale kingdom so that everybody... Um, gets transported to the real world, this one town called Storybrooke. They're locked in this town. Nobody leaves or, you know, or goes in. Um, and nobody can remember who they were. They're just like, you know, different incarnations of themselves, you know, living modern day lives without, you know, there's right. no magic or anything. Um, and in the first episode, you know, what, what you find out is that there was uh, the daughter of Snow White and Prince Charming. Um, you know, she like she's basically born, and then they create a way for her to like kind of circumvent the curse, so that she gets sent to the real world. You know, by other means of than the curse, so that she's you know free to do whatever she wants to do. Right. Um, and. And, she, and then she gets into the real world. She has no idea, though, because she's a baby. She doesn't have anything to remember. So she right. she lives her life, you know, grows grows up as basically an orphan in the real world and has no idea about this until one day the child that she gave up for adoption when she was younger comes to find her, and he was adopted by the evil queen in Storybrooke. Oh, shit. And he's like, you need to come back to Storybrooke and break the curse. And, like, she goes back there, but it's basically just to, like, see why her son, you know, came to find her and what's going on in his life and everything like that. And she ends up staying, you know, out of concern for her son. But, uh, you know, and then she starts finding things out and she doesn't really believe. And it's, you know, it's a whole... So now... Are like now she's obviously as the child of Snow White and Prince Charming grown up and I would say what twenties thirties. Uh yeah, um, like twenty seven or so, twenty eight. Right now, are Snow White and Prince Charming age appropriate to her being twenty seven, or no. are they more their age when everything happens? Yeah, they have not aged. Yeah, they okay. have not aged. Yeah. Yeah, they've not aged, and also, like, part of the curse was that nobody, you know, there'd be no happy endings in the real world. So, yes. like, Prince Charming and Snow White, you know, they're not together. Um, and they don't they don't even know that they are supposed to be together kind of thing. Oh, okay. Um, but there's, there's, uh, I didn't see any of the last few episodes, so I don't know how this played out. No. Don't, don't, the spoil last I saw don't is, spoil it. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not. I'm just saying there's essentially two bad guys in this story. There's the evil queen, but there's also someone playing behind the scenes, Rumpelstiltskin. You just gotta go and spoil. It's not what spoil. What the fuck? It's not spoil. Really? It's really? Not spo- it's not really? Spoiled. It's not spoiled. Really? It's not spoiled. Really? It's not spoiled. I mean, they, 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 really? do, they do explain, you know, that... Exactly, yeah, but he's, thank you. He's, really? But he's, like, he's not exactly... All right, let's stop talking about it. Well, I'll, when it comes out on DVD, I'll buy it. Well, I, the only reason I said what I said though is because it's it's not a basic. 
Evil Witch and then everybody else against her. There's 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 more than one player in the game that makes the whole series really interesting. Well, I mean, you have you have one clear bad guy, and then you have other right. gray areas. Exactly, is, that's is what, what I'm is. saying. So. Yeah. People are going to be so pissed after listening to this episode. <laughs> what? Because I said because uh, I said that. No, I mean just the whole episode in general. <laughs> oh, okay, yes. <laughs> it's, it's a really bad episode. <laughs> Fringe, Once Upon a Time, Avengers, all kinds of spoilers. Well, <laughs> at least, at least uh, we had a Larfley's report to tie it into Green Lantern marginally. That's true. Well, let's end this. Oh, uh, oh come on. <laughs> Well, we mentioned it. I just we didn't really talk about it at all. You guys have read all the number ones that you wanted to of the uh, the second wave of DC fifty two. No, not yet. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Jackass about to start spoiling sh- sh- crap. Hey, hey! I did not spoil Avengers for you, did I? No, you didn't. Thank you. The one thing that I will say is that. Oh no no. no. No, no, no. About the was it Dial H for Hero or whatever? It's trippy as hell. I I, fl- I feel like I got to be on drugs to read that I book. I flipped through it and like I had high hopes for that and I was incredibly disappointed. I, to me, it seemed very um, what's the term? Like uh, sporadic. Not no. What? It's it's kind of like the thing where. It's being written by like a like a, a novel writer, and this is like mm-hmm. his first foray into comics. So it's almost like that kind of thing where it's like you know this person wrote novels and they're like, oh, I could write a comic book, no problem, you know, and they just you know, bop 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 bop, they pump out like you know a, a script of complete crap, and you know they think it's gold because everything that they write is gold, you know. When meanwhile it's like comic writers. You know, they put a lot more effort than a novel writer would think, and they have to do it on a monthly basis. Um, now, I'm not necessarily saying that that's what you know this guy's you know thought process was, but it's almost like we got a lot of just like um, very you know generic, trite uh, cliches out of this book. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I had high hopes, but, yeah, that was dashed. Let's end this episode. Alrighty. Uh, if you want to contact us, you can do so at lanterncast.gmail.com, although after this episode, I don't know if anybody's going to want to. <laughs> you can go to lanterncast.com, that's our website. There's uh, links for everything, forum, Facebook, Twitter, archive, uh, images, stuff lantercast.com uh, we have a forum facebook page you can go to itunes and subscribe to us i think that's how most people get our episodes they just never took the time to unsubscribe so we're just taking up memory on their computer <laughs> um if you hated this episode Please send us send us voicemails or emails or something tell, telling us, you know, it's like get back to Green Lantern talk because you know 
That, that, that's the motivation that would definitely uh, light a fire under our asses. Let us know. They can blame me. Nah. They can blame they can, all of they us. They can blame me. Yeah, they can blame me, too. I haven't been on an episode in a while, and then all of a sudden I show up, and it sucks. No. <laughs> well, I mean, that kind of goes without saying, but... <laughs> um, <laughs> they Basically, you have to blame Dan, whose birthday is tomorrow as we record this, because Dan's usually the one that comes up with the topics. I mean, honestly. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, blame Dan. But don't play with, it, you know, it, it's his birthday, so you kind of have to give him a pass. So, so blame him, but don't blame him. Just know that that's why this episode sucks. <laughs> blame him internally. Don't vocalize. Uh, maybe James will edit this into something worth listening to. <laughs> Good luck, James. You can, con- you can contact <laughs> us. <laughs> oh, they don't want to. Yeah, I haven't got an email ever, so it's all good. We got a voicemail. We, we, we did get a voicemail, but since Jason is on, um, if he tried to listen to it, it would crash his iPad. <laughs> but uh, don't worry, Jesse, we'll play that next time. And uh, good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.